I don't know if I can vote for Donald Trump. And I never thought I would be making this episode, but here we are. And so all I ask is that you please, 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 please listen to this episode in its entirety. I'm going to try to make it short because I know it's going to be twisted a million different ways and it's not your typical episode about not voting for Trump, I promise. So just please listen to it in its entirety so you get the full picture and understand where I'm coming from, whether you're for this or against this, just listen to it. All right, let's dive in. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Where do I even begin this episode? I don't even know. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if I could vote for Donald Trump and I know <laughs> I'm already dreading the hatred and the feedback and the, uh, about this episode, but I want you to like, I want you to think about something like, I, I want you to know that this is not, I don't take this lightly. Um, I have a lot of friends that are pro-Trump. I have a lot of friends that are pro-Trump that are going to be listening to this. If you're one of those people, please, please listen to this episode in its entirety. It's not what you think, okay? It's not clickbait. I have no judgments towards anybody if they want to vote for Trump. I'm here to share with you how I view who I vote for, why I vote for them, and the issues that I'm am facing when voting in this election. If you're a Democrat or if you're someone that hates Trump, please listen to this in its, in its entirety as well because it's important. I'm going to try to keep this as short and sweet as possible because I know that there are... I, I, like, I know that a lot of people want to watch this and I'm not going to drag this out for an hour. I'm going to try to keep it like 20 minutes or less. We'll see. Um, but please, please, I beg you, please listen to this episode in its entirety. Like, if you can't listen to it all now, come back and watch it later. Don't comment on it until you watch the whole thing. Like, because it's too important, okay? I am not here to judge or shame anybody that wants to vote for Trump. I'm not even saying you're wrong necessarily if you want to vote for Trump or don't want to vote for Trump. I'm not saying I'm going to vote for Biden. I'm going to clarify all that. Just please listen to the episode. Okay. Let me first just recap, and I want to set the, the tone. I have been a very vocal supporter of Donald Trump since about the time he got elected. I was certainly happy that He beat Hillary Clinton. I could not stand Hillary Clinton. I was not a fan of Obama. And uh, I've been a Republican. Well, I voted Republican, I should say, pretty much my whole life. In the past year or so, I would say I'm no longer a Republican. I would not identify as a Democrat. I would not identify as a Republican. I would identify as a free thinker. Some people may call that a libertarian or an independent, whatever you want to call it. I vote 
and and believe what I believe and I vote accordingly uh, uh, in that scenario uh, for what I believe the, the purpose of the government and the leaders upon which I'm voting for is. So I'm definitely not a Republican. I'm definitely not, definitely not a Democrat. Oh my gosh. Um, but, I, but I align with a lot of Republican things in some areas and I align with a lot of Democrat things in other areas. Okay, let me just dive right into Trump. Guys, I feel like, and once again, this is, this is me. I feel like, have you, ever, have you ever watched a movie where you think somebody's good the whole time and then they do something and you're like, well, that wasn't great. I don't feel like that was justified, but yet nobody really says anything or you like, hope he's going to win. Hope, like they, they've always done the right thing. They've always done the right thing. They've always done the right thing. And then they just don't. And you're like, wait, what? But it's like the biggest issue. And you're like, wait, what? I don't know. That's how I feel. Guys, before I dive into specifically why I don't think I can vote for Trump, I think it's very, very important to just land. I'm going to make this quick. Okay, I'm gonna, I want to go through this pretty quickly. I want to go through the three things or the three parts of responsibility or the three areas of, of uh, how I choose who I vote for. And then the three areas upon which I judge someone's ability to fulfill those on which I vote for, okay? So I believe in American politics today, there are essentially three categories upon which I'm going to, you know, to, to judge people. I, I can b- categorize topics or issues into three basic buckets. One is economic, two is social, and three is military slash international relations, all right? Now, what's interesting about this is that all like there's an order of importance. One must come before the other. If one is broken, like we can't fix one until the, the first two are broke or are, 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 are fixed, right? So first and foremost, military slash international relations, borders, things like that, okay? If we don't have a border, if we don't have a military, if we don't have international policy, if we don't have, like we don't have a country at that point, okay? So economic doesn't really matter unless we have a border and we have, you know, like a country. And social doesn't matter because unless we have borders in a country, like it doesn't really matter, right? We, we, like it, we're, we're talking about something that doesn't exist, right? So for me, the first, the first thing I'm going for is what is their military and social, uh, military and international policy and where is the current state of the country, right? I vote on my person based on the state of the country, not on who I just, you know, whoever I relate to best, right? It's who's going to fix the problems at hand in the country most. Then economic issues, because once again, you can have borders and you can have, you know, a, a, a country, but if you don't have good economics, if you don't have a, a, a well-functioning society, if people aren't making money, if there's not commerce, then social issues pretty much are irrelevant because nobody has any money, nobody has a, a state of well-being, and we can't fix social issues without economic impact. Like, we have to have economics, and we have to have social, or we have to have economic structure and business structure in order for it to have a functioning society and in order for society to work. And then the third thing, and lastly, is social. Now, I'm not saying social is the least important. I'm simply saying we can't be mad about social issues until we first deal with the economics. I mean, until we first deal with the military slash border issues, making sure that we have a country and then two, the social or the economic issues so that then we can then deal with social issues. Okay. So now let's go back to 20, 2008 when Obama was leaving office and I'm sorry, 2012 when Obama was leaving office and my choice was Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. I looked at the state of the world through the lens upon which I had grown up in at that time. And I said, I didn't like Obama, all right? Like, I probably like Obama now more than I did when he was in office, but that's probably just because some time has passed, right? I, I was not a fan of Obama. I don't like Obama now. I, I, don't, I don't hate him as a person, right? I think he's a pretty classy person. I, I think him and his family are seem to be pretty cool people. And I've said this before multiple times. I think I, that if I were to be friends with Donald Trump or Barack Obama, I actually think I'd get along a whole lot better 
personally with Obama than I would with Trump, right? I think Trump's kind of an a-hole, right? I don't think I'd get along with Trump so well, personally, right? I think I'd get a lot better with Obama, but I didn't like Obama. And I looked at these three categories of the country and I went, our military is falling apart and not doing well. It's a joke, right? Um, and, you know, people can disagree with me on that. That was how I felt at the time, okay? This is, this is totally my opinion. I, I don't care whether or not you, you like, agree with this opinion or not. This is just me with where I'm at and I'm showing it to you because I don't know what I'm going to do in November and I just wanted to get this off there. Military was a joke. It needed to be reformed. Uh, Obama was tearing down nuclear stuff. He was making, like, so many things that I disagreed with was not treating our, our military well. It just wasn't, all right? Secondly, economics, um, pretty bad, pretty, pretty, pretty much sucked. I mean, like, I don't know. I wasn't really old enough to know for, for certain what had happened, but I know that a lot of about a lot of Obama's economic policies, particularly his economic policies on healthcare, which is kind of like one of those weird, both social and economic things. But like Obamacare was a complete disaster, complete disaster, complete disaster. And I sold life and health insurance. I am a, I, or was, I'm no longer am, but I was a legal registered life and health insurance person. I had to study under all the Obamacare. Like I was getting like training and all this stuff right as Obamacare was rolling out. Okay. I am very, 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 well-informed about what the requirements are for Obamacare and how it affected businesses and privatized healthcare. And it ruined things like terrible, 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 terrible. Obamacare was a complete disaster. And you will not change my mind on that at all because I worked in it. I saw it. I, I watched people that could barely afford their health insurance get completely white. Like it's not what it was. Okay. So I looked at that and I went, okay, that sucks. Economics not doing so well. Uh, I don't like Obama's uh, fiscal policies. I don't like anything economically. Then we have the social issues. Okay. Now, quite frankly, social issues, I think have far less to do with a president generally speaking, than we, than we uh, give it credit for. I think we over-amplify the role of the president's responsibility in social issues. I think that's more of our own deals, especially at a state level, right? I'm very big on the state. But anyway, so I looked at that and I went, well, guess what? Our economy sucks. Our social issues suck. Our military sucks. X, X, X in all three categories, bottom of the bucket. Basically, oh my gosh, we're starting over, right? I've got to elect somebody that's going to get crap done, starting with the military, then economically, and then social issues, right? In my head, this is how I and this is how I vote, right? So I go, okay, who's that person? And I looked around, and quite frankly, Donald Trump was the only one that fit that bill. Okay, you can be a, an electable person, right? You can say like, oh, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, sorry, dude, done, done, really know how to get stuff done, or at least compared to a, a Trump or in the in the role that, that he, he, of the president, right? So, uh, Cruz, great senator, glad he's there, but right, like not a presidential person right now. Right. Or at least back in when it was. And so I looked at it. And I was like, fine. Trump's the person. Why? Because we can't argue over social issues. Until we first deal with the economic issues. And the military issues. So I voted for Trump. Trump got elected. And for the last three years, I have stood by supporting Donald Trump's actions and policies. Not his mouth. Not his Twitter. Not his words. Not how he treats people. But his actions. Okay. Now, this is important because there are three things upon which I think speak about someone's character in the role of, I don't even know that character, uh, upon which I judge someone on based on uh, the role as president, all right? There's essentially three categories, right? Two for most people, three for the president slash people in, in the public eye. Number one is their actions. Number two is their words. And number three is their dealing with the media, all right? Because I do think that third one is important for people in the public eye because the media is just corrupt and wrong and will spin 
Any, like anybody they like, they will spin in a good light. Anybody they hate, they will spin in a bad light. They did it for Obama. They did it for Trump. Like if they hate them, like, like it just is, okay? Like that's just how they deal with them. So quite frankly, we can just scratch that one off the list because I don't really care how, how Trump treats the, the media. I don't, right? Like the media lies. The media is corrupt. They're just as corrupt as all the politicians are. They basically suck. If they want to go fight it out, I don't care, right? I really, that's not how I'm going to make my decisions. But I think it's important to, to, to note that this is happening, right? Then there are someone's words, and there are someone's actions. Now, going back to those three things that I mentioned earlier, economic, milita- or military, economic, and social, those things, their words and their actions carry different weight in my mind based on what it is. So for military, military, it's like, yo. I mean, like, it's your action. I mean, there is some, there is some words in there, but it's like your actions. Like, what are you getting done? What are you doing? How are you strengthening the military? Like, it is not a time for talk. It is time for to get it done and support our military. And that is what Trump did. Nobody can deny that. Like, we have the best military in the world. Trump is, um, has been amazing for our troops. Zero, zero arguments about that. I, I love what Trump has done with our troops. Then it comes to the economic side of things. Now, Military has the least involvement of words and the most involvement of action. Economic has primarily action, it's based, but still does have some words. Like, like there's some, I, I can judge you based off your words of the economy. Tell me what you're going to do, what I'm going to do. But mostly, mostly it's, it's follow-up, right? It's, it's action. And guess what? Our country was in a crapshoot. It was terrible. It was headed downhill, whatever, right? Trump came in and built the greatest economy in the world, right? Like there's no denying that. And from an action standpoint, from an action standpoint, Trump is amazing, right? Economically, okay? We haven't gotten to social issues yet. Economically, Trump is amazing. I support what he's doing with jobs. I support what he's doing with the economy. I support what he's doing. Like everything that Trump is, is doing there, I'm like, amazing, 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 right? Which is why I was willing to put up with his, his bull crap, his like just absolute loudmouth in his Twitter account because everything that he was doing economically was good. And we were so low, we were so bad off, both militarily and economically, that I was willing to overlook a lot of the, the stupid stuff that Trump said in order to get our country back on track. But guess what? Trump got the country back on track economically and milita- militarily. He did it. Beyond all odds, faster than anybody else in the history of of the country. And quite frankly, this might be his demise. He did such a good job with it that now I go and I say, okay, the state of our country has changed. It has changed. Okay. Four years ago when I voted for Trump, four years ago when he was in office or we're trying to get into office, I looked at our country and I said, our, our military sucks. Our social issues suck. Our economics suck. What do we need to take care of first? Military and international relations. Trump, you're the best person in that job. Then we can focus on economics. Trump's the best person in that job. Then social. Ooh, Trump, you're not great for that job. But guess what? We can't deal with social until we have these other two, so I'm gonna vote for Trump. And Trump came in, fixed the military, got it back to where it needs to be, freaking beefed us up. We're freaking badasses now, right? We're, you know, the head of the, head of the world in, in military development. We are, like, there's no denying that. Our economy, pre-coronavirus, right? Which is still, even after coronavirus, like, Trump is killing it with the, uh, on the economy. Like, he is. Like, when you actually look at what he's doing, it makes so much sense. And I love it. And I just go, when everybody's razzing on him about the economy or numbers, I'm like, dude, you guys got no freaking clue. You have no idea how the economy works. You have no idea how money works. You have no idea how all this stuff, you just don't get it. Trump is killing it, right? And like, yeah, he's doing some things that some people disagree with. But overall, better than any other person in there. I'd rather have Trump in office economically than any other person alive. Okay, economically. 
But guess what? We're not just an economic society. And when the economy gets back to a certain level and our military gets back to a certain level, our military is now healthy, right? Our military's good. Our economy's good. Well, I mean, with coronavirus, you get what I'm saying. Like pre-coronavirus, right? Our economy was good. So Trump, thumbs up, man. But guess what? Now that means we have to deal with something. Social issues. Trump is not good at social issues at all. Guys, um, when it comes to leading a country, there are times when you do have to address social issues. And Donald Trump faced one of those after the coronavirus when the Black Lives Matter movement came onto the scene and George Floyd died. Racism is not something that I take lightly. It's like up there on the most important topics somebody can run. Like if you're, if I actually believe that you are a racist human being, I will detest you at all costs. Like absolutely, that's not acceptable. Pray for you, but I will not support you. I do not believe that Donald Trump is a blatant racist. And I think a lot of people disagree with me on that. And I know that, but I do not believe based on his history and, and looking at that, that Trump actually hates black people. I don't believe that at all. But I believe that Donald Trump is so radically disconnected from the American people and so radically disconnected from reality. And that's not okay. And now it's time, due to coronavirus, due to the protests, due to racism, to where we need a leader that knows how to deal with social issues in 2020 and moving forward for the next four years. And I didn't know if Donald Trump was that person before, but I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. And then the George Floyd thing happened. And then, oh, and one very important thing that I forgot to say here, when it comes to social issues, remember when I said military issues, almost no talk, all actions, economic issues, mostly uh, actions, some little bit of talk with social issues, Social issues talk matters. Social issues having important conversations matter. Social issues seeing the other side of the argument matters. And when Donald Trump, the last straw for me, listen, let let, let me finish. The last straw for me was when I saw Donald Trump get up in front of everybody, in front of the media, and in front of the country and say, today is a very good day for America. I hope that George Floyd is looking down from heaven right now looking at the job numbers and saying, this is a good day for America. It's a good day for all of us. It's something to the ad effect. I probably didn't get it word for word. When I heard that come out of his mouth, I, I actually didn't believe the clip was real. I was like, there is, there's 0% chance that, that he said that, right? Like, like what? And that's when I realized that Donald Trump was out of touch with the American people and just people in general when it came to how to deal with social issues. Listen, I am not saying that Donald Trump has not done stuff for black people. A lot of the laws and a lot of the things that he has put in place have tremendously helped bring black unemployment down to an all-time low, have done a lot of things that have helped in a lot of areas. But guess what? It doesn't, it's not an actions-only thing. 
because when it comes to social issues, it's not about you and your way of thinking. It is about what is collectively best for the country as a whole. And Donald Trump missed the mark. He didn't just miss the mark. He completely ignored and was disconnected and completely removed from all sense of the reality of what the country was feeling. You cannot deny. I don't care if you don't think racism is a thing. Let's let, let, let's pretend right now that I, I didn't and I, I absolutely detest and, and put down and I'm against racism completely. And I, I've made that very, 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 very clear. But let's pretend for a second that you are not a racist and you don't think that racism is a thing, right? You literally think no racism exists. Police brutality is not real. Like everything that happened with George Floyd was made up. Okay, listen, here's the only thing that you need to do. You need to go and look at every single one of the hundreds of thousands of protesters across not only the country, but the world for what happened to George Floyd. And regardless of what you think of George Floyd, regardless of whether you think it was a stage, it was set up, it was right, it was wrong, regardless, and obviously it was terribly, horribly wrong, but regardless of what you think, you cannot ignore the fact that that many people do not go out and protest unless they are angry unless there is a legitimate problem, unless something needs to change. And our president, Donald Trump, who I have, I want to be very clear for those of you that are like, Josh, how dare you change your point of view? Like, come with me here for a second, guys. I supported this guy through thick and thin, through all the hate, through everything. I've been there supporting Donald Trump, okay? And I'm here to tell you, if you support Donald Trump right now, I went, I was with you, okay? But here is our president who completely ignored those, that cry. He didn't acknowledge the fact that there was a problem. He didn't do it. He made some comments. He tried to make it up later, but he never addressed the issue. And I watched as the, the president that I voted for, the president of the United States of America, had the chance to take such a hard stand against racism. He had the ability to stand up and say racism is wrong and it will not be tolerated and he didn't do it. And I don't know why. And a lot of people are like, Josh, of course you do know why because he's a racist. I don't think so because I have watched so many of my friends who I grew up with, who I know have, have mean, don't think they're racist in any way, have nothing against black people whatsoever, completely be okay with what he did. And I believe that that's just disconnected from reality. And I believe that Donald Trump is so disconnected from reality. Could he be a racist? I suppose so. I suppose it's possible. I'll never know, right? And I'm not gonna change your belief one way or the other. I'm simply saying he had the opportunity. And he didn't. And at that moment, I was like, okay, Thank you. Thank you, Donald Trump, for what you did for the military. I appreciate it. Thank you for what you did for the economy. I appreciate it. Thank you for building the greatest ec economy in the world. Appreciate it. The military, the great. You've done your job. But moving forward, I think you've gotten to the, I think you've gotten our country to a point where now it's time for a new leader because now we need to deal with social issues. And you, Donald Trump, are not that person. If I could go back and recall my vote in 2012, for Donald Trump, would I? Absolutely not. Nope. Trump was the leader that this country needed at that time. I believe that, okay? And that's why I'm telling you, Republicans, people that support Trump, people that are like, Josh, how dare you, right? I know you're judging me. I get it, okay? Like, I know you're mad right now, okay? But I don't, I don't recant that. But that was who we needed at that time. My question for you is, is that who we need moving forward? I don't know. No, I do know. I don't think that's him. 
But here's my dilemma. And here's why I said, I don't think I can vote for Donald Trump. Because I cannot vote for Joe Biden. I can't do it. There's no way I can vote for Joe Biden. Like the dude is not there. He is not all there. He, he, is, he, he is mentally challenged. In, like I, I swear he has dementia. Like it's every week. It's every day it's mumbling. It's every day he's forgetful. It's every day he's mess. Like it's not a once. It's all the time. And with Donald Trump, at least I know who's in charge. With Joe Biden, I don't. He's a puppet. One billion percent. There's zero, there is a zero percent chance, a zero percent chance that Joe Biden gets into office and he's actually the one that's calling the decisions to make it like running the country. There's just not, right? Like literally listen to him talk. And so here I am going, America, these are my options. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't. I don't know whether I will vote for Donald Trump or not. If the election were tomorrow, I don't think I could do it. I don't. Could something change between now and then? Yeah. I know there's independent people out there. Joe, somebody. I suppose, maybe. But I will tell you one thing. I'm going to vote at the state level. I'm going to vote at the local level. Because that brings around real change. Racism is too big of an issue to be ignored. And I know some of you don't think that it's that big of an issue. I know some of you think that it's only an issue because the, the right or the left is making a big deal out of it. I disagree. I strongly disagree. And the reason I strongly disagree is because the left, and if you're a liberal, if you're a Democrat, I'm generalizing here, okay? I don't judge somebody's heart or who they are based on how they, their political opinions, just FYI. But the left is too stupid to get hundreds of thousands of people to go march and have these big of protests. They don't know how to market. Example A, Joe freaking Biden, okay? Like the Democrats, the left, they're just terrible at marketing. They suck at it. There's a reason Trump won. I don't know if Trump's going to win. I'm not even talking about whether he's going to win or not. I actually don't know. For the first time since Trump ever got, since the first time since Trump has won, have I ever doubted that he would get elected? I, I was 100% certain all the way through all of this until recently. And now I'm not exactly sure. I don't know. Do, if, I, if I had to place a bet, I would, I would never bet against Trump. But I don't know if he's going to win. But, but like, the left is not orchestrated and well-coordinated enough to go and pull out hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people protesting all at once around the topic. That comes from a severe disconnect, severe anger, severe frustration, severe some form of emotion to get that many people out to hear their voice heard about the topic of racism, okay? Whether or not you believe racism is a thing or not, millions and millions of people do. And millions and millions of people have been feeling it enough to go out and let their voice be heard. And that should tell you all you need to know about the fact that, hey, you might not be racist. Your community might not be racist. But clearly, clearly there is a problem with racism in this country in some format or another. Because that doesn't, that result, the result of, and you can say, oh, there was paid writers. Yes, there was. There was paid writers, 100%. Yes, there was paid, 100%. I get it. But most people were not. 
Because I have hundreds of friends that went. I have so many people that I know that were at these, at these protests. And they were not rioters. And an overwhelming majority of them are peaceful. I don't know. At this point, and I made a post on Facebook uh, last week, two weeks ago, something like that. And I said, at this point, I don't care who gets elected. I just want to know the truth. I just don't want them to lie to me. I just want to know what's really going on. Yeah. Yeah. So there. I don't know if I can do it. I'm certainly not enthusiastic about it. And I'd check yourself, people. Like, just really... Like, really understand what you're saying when you vote for someone. Listen, I'm not saying I hate Donald Trump. I'm not saying that he was a terrible choice and that he ruined the country. Some people might think that, and that's their opinion, and I respect that. I think he did a really good job up until six months ago, three months ago, three months ago even. But now the state of the world has changed. The state of the country has changed. We are in a global pandemic. Whether you believe it's real or not, I think most of the reaction of it is stupid. So I want to be very clear here, right? I'm not saying that it's all justified, but the fact of the matter is there is a global pandemic going on. There is, okay? Whether or not the pandemic is real, it's the, the, the freak out of it and the repercussions of it are. That's a social issue. Racism needs to be addressed. That's a social issue. Unity in the country that is hurting, that's a social issue. Donald Trump is not good with social issues. I wish I could just put somebody else in power to deal with all the presidential stuff and just have Trump and go run the country. I mean, go run the uh, economics part of the country. Like if he could just run the economics, he'd keep kill it. We'd all be rich forever. <laughs> How'd we get here, guys? I'd love to know your comments. Your thoughts, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm not looking at them right, like, I, right now. Like, I, I'm sure they're, yeah, just comment below. I'm sure there's tons of them. But comment below, let me know, disagree, agree, hit like, hit love, share, hit mad, I don't care. Like, just, I want to know your thoughts. This is where I'm at. And I feel like it needs to be said. Ah, I can't, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't know. All right, guys, that's all I've got. Moving forward, just think about, think about what's best for everybody, guys. I know the economy is not great right now for a lot of people. Trump's going to pull it out by November, honestly. Not the election. I don't know about the election, but the economy will be radically different, I see, even in November. But like, I do, I do believe in what Trump has done for the economy, and I do believe that, you know, it's in the best position that it possibly could be. We have a great military now. And uh, I think it's time to start focusing on some social issues. And, you know, if you're poor, if you, you know, don't have the time for that, like focus on economic issues, of course. Get yourself in a good position. You know, take personal responsibility. Start dealing with other people's issues and social issues when you, you've first taken care of yourself. But the, for those of you that, you know, are fine financially and are considering voting, why don't you really think about it? my challenge to you. Once again, I'm not judging you. If you want to vote for Trump, it's between you, your conscience, and God. If you want to vote for Biden, it's between you, your conscience, and God. I can't vote for Biden. I can't do it. 
But I'm not a lock on Trump either. And if it was tomorrow, I'd vote third party. <laughs> I'd write in Elon Musk <laughs> or Will Smith or I don't know, somebody. All right, guys, that's all I've got. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are the ones that change the world. I'm thinking different about Donald Trump. Trump, thanks for what you did military, militarily and economically. But dude, get a grip on reality, dude. All right. I love you all, and I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating, and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback back your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.